I want you to think of two friends that are currently struggling with any of these guilty feelings and share this episode with them. The reason this one is really important for you to share on is because when you have a group of people that all understand similar concepts and respect each other's time, it becomes like an accountability agreement. And it's so much easier to honor your time when your friends are in your corner and they also respect their time. Dear Balancer, I know you're a determined person on the lookout for ways to live a more fulfilling and balanced life, but you're busy. And if we're being honest, that busyness often comes at the expense of your priorities. The Balance Theory podcast is made to teach busy bees just like you how to find and own your own definition of balance so that you can become unapologetic in how you choose to spend your time. I'm your host, Erica, and together let's find your unique balance. balances and welcome to BTS number four. Today's focus is on three things I think we need to all collectively stop feeling guilty about. Now guilt is one of the emotions that I honestly have struggled with the most in my life. Whether it's guilt for not having spent enough time with someone, not done enough for a loved one, not gone to an event when I've been too tired, saying no to something, feeling like my work wasn't good enough or I didn't get the right marks at school, the list honestly goes on. I'm sure you've felt or can resonate with at least one of these in your life and if not recently too. It's so frustrating that even if you know what you need to feel balanced and you try and prioritize that, you still then struggle with this hurdle of guilt for putting yourself first. It really makes the whole concept of self-care quite difficult to fully embrace. And so today's episode is dedicated to helping you stop feeling guilty about three things that I feel we all experience quite often. And these are feeling guilty about saying no, feeling guilty about not being good enough or perfect and feeling guilty for doing nothing. So the first guilt is a very, very common one and one that actually pops up in my conversations with people and a lot of you on Instagram as well. And that is the difficulty or guilt associated with saying no. And that's saying no to people, to events, to anything you just don't want to be doing. I wanted to start this one off with a harsh truth. Are you ready? Saying no to the things you don't want to be doing, so saying yes, is saying no to yourself. Let me just say that one again for you all. Saying yes to something you don't want to be saying yes to is saying no to yourself. So firstly, we need to flip this around to instead of feeling guilty to say no to somebody else, we need to start looking at it as saying yes to someone else, which equals saying no to ourselves. There are a few good reasons that you might actually find it hard to say no or feel guilty doing so. The top ones are FOMO. The thought of missing any kind of opportunity catapults you into a sea of overcommitment and a perpetual quest for experience. The second one is you're a perfectionist. So you would rather feel the pressure or stress and let somebody else or something down. Or three, you have a bit of a lack of focus or you're a bit out of touch with yourself. So you're finding anything to fill your time. Irrespective of which reason you feel explains why you find it most hard to say no or you feel guilty for doing so, what's going to really help you is learning how to start feeling comfortable with doing it and in turn avoiding that guilt that comes from saying no. I think the best way to approach this is to find or think of one or two things that you find yourself always feeling guilty about that you always end up caving in and doing because of FOMO or you're a perfectionist or any other reason that resonates with you. So when I did a poll on our Instagram, the main things that came back were people finding it hard to say no to social events or going out or to clients slash additional work. So what I would suggest you do is put together like a little bit of a contingency plan of how you're going to say no the next time you're in a situation that you often find yourself in. 
Now we're going to use this technique or I guess this plan in and amongst the mindset hack of reminding ourselves that the one we're actually saying no to is ourselves. Now I'm not encouraging or advocating for excuses in advance here. It's more about becoming comfortable describing your boundary to other people or just asserting what your priorities are. I feel like a lot of the time you're either time or energy poor and in either circumstance if you go to that event that you don't want to go to or you take on the additional work ultimately you're not going to be giving it 100% because you are tired or time poor. So Wouldn't it be better for you to reinvest your time in yourself so that you can show up next time and do it in the best way possible? I want to remind you that there is nothing wrong with being selfish too with your time and your energy because it is yours. Recently, when I was still in Sydney, a friend of mine had cancelled dinner on me on the afternoon it was meant to be on. And she messaged me saying this, I'm really sorry to cancel, but I've had a massive week and no time to myself. I feel like I need some me time and this evening I'm going to have to pull out a dinner because I don't want to be half present. Now I want to ask you something. If your close friend sent you that message, would you be angry at them? I guarantee you 99% of you, if not 100% of you listening, would fully understand and even one step further, actually appreciate how aware your friend is of their energy and their time. And admittedly, probably a bit jealous at how defiantly they've protected it. If you respect your time, those around you will too. And here's another thing to consider. If you have people around you that you're afraid to communicate with, that you feel would not be receptive to a message like that, then I have to be completely blunt with you because I once had friends like that too. And those people may not have respect for your time if you're already stressing about how they're negatively going to respond. Essentially, this one's all about not feeling guilty for protecting your time and energy and saying no is just purely the currency of doing that. If you feel like literally saying no out loud is is really harsh and blunt, then think in advance about a way you can describe your boundary or get yourself out of situations that you don't want to be in. Whenever you feel that guilt creep up, remind yourself that it's you saying yes to yourself and over time it will become easier. The second thing that you should not feel guilty about is that feeling of not being good enough. Now, I don't know if this is a surprise to you, but you're not perfect. I'm not perfect and nobody is because perfection does not exist. Even if we admit this though, it doesn't always stop the thoughts of I can do better, I'm not doing enough, all those comparisonitis thoughts. So today is not for diving into why you have these thoughts, but rather why you shouldn't feel guilty for not being perfect or enough or whatever the thought kind of resonates in your mind. So the concept of perfection can actually be quite dangerous. It leads us to chase a standard that just does not exist. Your perception of perfect or what is enough is only yours. Someone else will have a completely different understanding and standard. So the author Sharon Melnick of Success Under Stress once said, you feel guilty in absence of having criteria for what you really want and what would help you feel good enough. So I guess to circumvent having an unrealistic standard or feeling like you're never doing enough, can you set a specific achievable goal that is actionable for you to reach? If you can quantify whatever you're striving to do in a target for yourself, then there's no need to feel guilty about not being enough. If you're taking steps towards achieving that thing and you're in the process of doing it, regularly check in on your progress and make sure you're taking time to reflect on the fact that what you're doing is actually effective. And this can be used as sort of like an action plan every time you do feel that guilt come up or you do feel like you aren't good enough. Put together a little action plan to keep yourself, I guess, on track moving towards the target and remember that nobody's perfect. The third and final thing you shouldn't feel guilty about is guilt for doing nothing. 
So Monday Muse 21 was dedicated to getting comfortable with doing nothing, which I have linked in the show notes below, but I do want to spend a little bit of time here just explaining why you shouldn't feel guilty for doing nothing, which I think we often equate with being unproductive because I feel it just has this undertone of laziness. Like many things that we talk about today on this podcast, a lot of what you think about concepts, whether it be perfectionism, saying no, boundaries, and now productivity will just come down to how you perceive them. So let's say you have a pocket of time and you decide to veg out on the couch and flick through the TV. Let me ask you, is that unproductive? If it left you feeling relaxed and helped you unwind, then that sounds like a pretty good use of time to me. But if it stressed you out because you have a massive to-do list that you're avoiding, then potentially it was not a productive use of your time. You see how there's no black and white scenario? Everything is contextual. Your intention with your time and purpose defines whether you end up feeling guilty or not. So if your intention is to relax and you know that means some off screen time or spending it with loved ones and you end up doing nothing and just scrolling on TikTok, then of course you might feel guilty for how you spent it. But if that activity or whatever you've done is good to distract yourself, have some downtime and it doesn't leave you with the feelings of comparing yourself to others or feeling a bit down about yourself, then it's, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a waste of your time. It depends on how that activity makes you feel. And when I say doing nothing, I mean having pockets of time where you just let your brain, body, and mind do whatever it feels like doing in the moment. So in the episode I've linked in the show notes, I call this no agenda time. So ultimately self-care or downtime or this time doing nothing is like charging our phone. Your phone has 100% battery in the morning and as you use it, the battery slowly, slowly depletes. And so, of course, it needs a little bit of time on the charger on its own to just get back up to 100 so that you can continue to use it for the next day. Think of your time a little bit like the phone battery as well. You need to invest time into yourself to recharge. And that's not something you should feel guilty about because it's actually necessary for you to continue showing up as your best self. And so I think the key defining factor here is what are you doing with that time and how is it making you feel? So set an intention when you want to do nothing. I know that sounds a little bit weird, but it could just be that you want to veg out and not think or binge watch a TV show. Set your intention and know your purpose for doing that activity and provided the activity yields that result, then I think there's nothing to feel guilty about. Ultimately, I think guilt is just so consuming and can continue to play on our mind even when we're trying to unwind, which is so frustrating. So today I've dived into the three things I feel we commonly feel guilt for. That is saying no, not being good enough and doing nothing. And I hope you've taken away a few tips so that you become confident to protect your time and respect it and trust me and watch how other people will do the same. I want you to think of two friends that are currently struggling with any of these guilty feelings and share this episode with them. The reason this one is really important for you to share on is because when you have a group of people that all understand similar concepts and respect each other's time, it becomes like an accountability agreement. And it's so much easier to honor your time when your friends are in your corner and they also respect their time. Pop into my inbox and let me know which one you struggled with the most. The more we speak about these things, the more aware we become. As always, if you haven't had a chance to leave us a review or rating on Apple, it would mean the absolute world to me. And I'll see you all on Monday for another guest episode.